Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you, as always, for stopping on by and taking time to listen to my podcast. I really appreciate you doing so. Today, I have with me Steve Picker. You'll be saying, who's Steve Picker? Well, I'm going to hand over to Steve so he can introduce himself fully because obviously he knows himself far better than I do. (laughs) So over to you, Steve. Please do introduce yourself to my fabulous listeners. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for having me on today and uh, as you know I do know myself quite well uh, <laughs> I'd like to think I do anyway but yes my name is Steve I'm 37 years old I think we did this last time didn't we and I, I we did I, we, uh... I have I have a disclaimer here actually we have already recorded a podcast but what happened was I had tech issues at my end and uh, good old podcast Pete he <laughs> said to me we can't send that out Sarah it needs to sound professional so uh, we are re-recording and this time we're actually doing it in person rather than virtually so it's good yeah. to actually meet um, Steve myself in person so anyway carry on yes. <laughs> introducing yourself <laughs> so yeah I'm Steve and I'm uh, 37 years old and I hail from COVID in Leicestershire sounds like I'm on stars in my eyes or something actually <laughs> tonight Matthew uh, yeah so um, I've got this YouTube YouTube channel called Let's Explore, where I go gallivanting all over the shop, uh, sticking my nose in here, there and everywhere, sometimes where it shouldn't be wanted. I have a good time whilst I'm doing it as well. Yes, you you sort of really got into running, haven't you, over the last, uh, what, the last six months, eight months now? Yeah, into the running as well, really enjoying it, absolutely fantastic. Um, best thing I've ever done. Do share the story, Steve. I mean, obviously, you've got your YouTube channel, and I'd really like you to share with um, the listeners exactly what that what that involves and what it is that you do on there. But equally so, how that sort of has then led to you sort of getting into running and where you are at. Do share your story. Well, the long and short of it is, once upon a time, I was very fat. <laughs> <laughs> putting it mildly um <laughs> 23 and a half stone maybe wow. just a tad over so for many many years like i say i'm 37 now but throughout my 20s it was just uh it wasn't a great time stuck in a rut for many many years like, you know really and if i'm being honest with you i, I probably struggled a little bit with mental health um, mm-hmm. as well which you do i think when you're very overweight but a few years ago, after many, many failed attempts at trying to get this weight off, I'm finally actually getting somewhere with it now. And the long and short of it is, I used to watch these videos of people exploring various places, and I really enjoyed it, and I re- that's what I liked to do anyway when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I, could, I wouldn't mind doing that, walking about, recording myself, talking uh, daft. So <laughs> I thought, once I got a bit of weight off, I started doing it mm-hmm. and then of course yeah, I was doing the running. I started running, which is something if you'd have told me a few years ago, oh you'll be doing half marathons soon and what have you, I'd have said, No, no way, on your bike, son, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh met our mutual friend Rob Beers through making these videos on my YouTube channel, uh, because he got in touch with me one day as he does, with a photograph of a culvert. Yes, um, oh yes, <laughs> we, we need to talk culverts and yeah. all things are industrial. Yeah, that's the one. And um he said to me, he says, you know, you wanna you know, pack that tarmac slap in him. <laughs> he says, come out and do some trail runs. And initially I thought, well, I like the idea of this trail running, but I've got a bit of a problem with my ankle. I don't want to roll it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I went out and did it. And I thought, you know, I really enjoy this. And I've just kept it going just ever since, really. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Isn't it? Getting out on the trails <laughs> is, is so different to actually running around 
on tarmac. The phrase tarmac slapping has come from our mutual friend, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> he has. Well, in fact, if you have been listening to my podcast, there is one I have recorded previously with Rob Beers and uh, you will hear some of the, the Robisms and uh, tarmac <laughs> slapping is one of them. And, it, <laughs> and it's just great. I mean, I actually did a, uh, did actually do a tarmac slapping run yesterday and it was quite nice just for a quick run, you know, sort of half an hour and 40 minutes before work, but actually getting out on the trails and yeah. embracing nature and the fresh air and sort of trees and culverts <laughs> it's great in fact since meeting rob we're looking for culverts too it's it becomes a bit addictive but that's sort of part of what you do on the youtube side isn't it i mean you it's not just culverts but it would be great if you could explain to the listeners what a culvert is but also what prompted your interest in what you do on youtube yes you said about exploring but it you know how that came about and what it is you're interested in and what, what fascinates you well, it's, it's funny, really, because uh, Tuesday this week, I went for a walk with uh, my other half, Vanessa, and uh, we went over to Shepshed, which is where I grew up. And there's a culvert there that goes beneath the M1, and it carries the Black Brook underneath. It's massive. It's it's mahoosive. It's really big. Oh, wow. And I used to go fishing in there when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and looking Tuesday night, I could still see trout swimming about in the clear water. It's made me want to go down there again and mm-hmm. do a bit of fishing. But, you know... I went through it when I was 14 years of age. And I don't know, just for some bizarre reason, I've always had a fascination with them. Anything that carries water. Mm-hmm. And as you say, you know, what is a culvert? Well, a culvert is a, a means of getting water from A to B. So for argument's sake, if you're going to build a big motorway and there's a water course there, you know, a river or a stream, it's got to go somewhere. Yep. We can't we can't dam it off because Noah and his arc will be coming out. <laughs> so, so that's what uh, a culvert does. But it. is that uh, different to a bridge though? I mean, a culvert and a bridge, because they almost sound like they're a similar thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, you're right there. Never really thought of it that way. Yeah, but a culvert is smaller than a bridge, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, sometimes bridges ain't even that big, are they? No, that's true. I suppose, but I'm not really explaining that very well. I'm supposed to. No. I'm supposed to know all this stuff. <laughs> no, aren't I? I was just it's curious. Good, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, but um, yeah, the, the fascination with them. I don't know. I think some people, for me, a lot of people say to me that watch my videos, and some people that don't, that probably find it boring. I will just say to the listeners now that it's not all about culverts on my channel. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, but just this is one that. element. We're just, yeah, we're just, just explaining culverts yeah, at just, the moment. Just one element of it. But a lot of people say, Steve, what's the big dealio with a culvert? And, you know, for me, I love all the really old industrial mm-hmm. stuff like canals and railways. So for me, when I'm going to a site that's 220 years old and there's an old, you know, red engineering brick built culvert there taking a brook underneath a a canal embankment or a railway embankment, it's still doing its job Mm -hmm. in 2022. But yet the job I do that entails laying drainage, if you like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're replacing stuff that's five or six years old sometimes. Good grief. So that's That's, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, the workmanship that went into building, I mean, they didn't have precast concrete pipes 222 years ago. It was all all with these bricks or stones, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's another part of the fascination, not just the structures themselves, but the men that built them. Yeah, the history and the social history and everything around that. I mean, with you just talking about the brick built, I just had a vision suddenly of the canal structure when you go on underneath, you know, an old canal bridge and the brickwork that's put in place. And it's still there today. It's been laid in such a way in an arch above the water. Yeah. And it's still there. And that's it. That's that's the fascination with it, if I'm being honest. And I think a lot of people don't always get it. But I don't know. It's one of those things. It all stems from my dad. 
coming home one day and long story short where we lived at Shepshed we had a canal that kind of went by the town I mean back in those days in 1794 it would have been two miles from the village centre back then oh wow um, so yeah that's how much Shepshed's expanded Mm -hmm. and my dad come home and these these ramps uh, this dip that I'd been riding my mountain bike up and down near the old railway line we'd not realised it was a canal and my dad come home all excited yeah I've just found out about this canal near the old railway and you know boring my mum to death with it god bless her and um and in truth I was being a typical teenager probably <laughs> thinking oh yeah whatever dad no, yeah whatever right. but really thinking yeah that's really interesting that mm-hmm. is and that's where the fascination comes from with the industrial stuff anyway mm-hmm. and I think I was 16 then 15 or 16 so but it wasn't you didn't sort of pick up on it immediately though no it's kind of one of those gradual things mm -hmm. and I mean through my 20s like I say I wasn't through my 20s I wasn't going out looking at this stuff as much because you know I was in a deep rut with my blooming you know weight issues and and what have you and I didn't want to really go that far but you know now especially now we're making these videos Mm -hmm. we're there and everywhere all over the okay so it's (laughs) you know look at you know sometimes probably trespassing and going where you shouldn't be going you mean you've got lost on route you mean is that what yeah you're yeah saying? that's it yeah but we've, we've got lost yeah but I, and whilst you're getting lost you found all these fascinating places as i say we've referenced the fact that this because there were some technical issues on my side this is the second time we're recording but when we recorded before you were telling me about the maps that you've managed to get hold of or are generally available is it somewhere in scotland did you say or something like that and yeah so you know for all the years i've been interested in this stuff I didn't know that there was a facility online known as the National Library of Scotland and it's free to use and you can basically you can look at maps that I think the oldest maps on there are from the 1870s I've mm-hmm. not found them that old in my area uh, that usually tend to be the early 1880s mm-hmm. um, but you can run them next to modern kind of Google Earth images and you can yep. still see if like there's a building still there and oh wow it's an, it's an amazing facility and someone when I started making these mm-hmm. videos somebody got in touch with me and said oh here's a link to some maps that you might be interested in yeah I looked at it and I thought I can't believe I've spent years you know really interested in this stuff and I never knew that these maps online existed and, and free to use as well that's amazing I mean I, I I started my life out in cartography I actually worked as a cartographer back in the day yeah. <laughs> um, but that was when geologists went out and they actually were surveying the land and putting all the boreholes in and what the earth was made of and what it was all so I used to do all yeah. the geologist side of things but it used to fascinate me with the maps and things like that and the detail that are on the ordnance survey maps I mean and that's what I was going to ask you are they ordnance survey maps or are they um other maps or it's just (sighs) there are there are plenty of other maps to use but i mean i mainly use ordnance survey the ones online and you know if we're sat in my living room now i've got like a little table here like this one that's Mm -hmm. got a load of modern day maps on it yeah so it's like a little library of you know um, all over the country well all over the Midlands actually because mm-hmm. of course if you're going to go for a nose as I call it <laughs> um, <laughs> in my Colvillian dialect there uh, if you're going to go for a nose you need a map we are you know, uh, 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 we are, uh, Matt, we are. I yeah, Matt, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, a, a weir is another thing altogether, isn't it? In some places. <laughs> a weir, yeah, yes, yes. A weir is, yes. Indeed. In fact, not to be embraced uh, because weirs are very dangerous. They are very dangerous, but mm. I still like, uh, I have walked across them before, but won't talk about that. No. Are, they, <laughs> weir, are weir, actually, actually, are weirs, are they old or are they quite a modern? 
they are built um, in the modern era, but that's another thing that really interests me as well. Water mills. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really interested in the really old water mills. And, you know, when they built mills on rivers, they'd be aware there because if there was a shallow... Uh, river and they thought right I want to stick a mill there mm-hmm. what they'd do they'd build a weir to build a head of water up so if the water's down here yeah you build a, a weir wall x high yeah that water builds up behind it so they can then take a channel round to the water wheel oh, and power okay. the mill well hey well, so hey. you see you learn something new every day indeed you every do. day is a school day as they you say yes it certainly is <laughs> so how long is it since you started doing all the videos then on youtube and how many have you recorded now and right. how do people find them so i think we're on 87 videos oh now. wow and I've just reached a thousand subscribers. I'm on a, yeah, I know. Woohoo! So Woo-hoo. I'm on a thousand and thirty something subs now. That's brilliant. It is. I ain't done bad saying I've not paid for any contracts. No, so it's all companies. been organic. Yeah, it's all been well. It's flowed it. like the water, Steve. It has. Yes, there hasn't. Yes, there's not been a weir there in the way. No, so, no. So yes, so we've. I've been doing it since I think it was August or September 2020. Oh wow! So that's not really that long to have built up that many videos. No, no, it's for the sort of stuff I'm doing, and it's got better as well. I feel like my presenting's got better. It's got a hell of a lot better since I started using a wireless microphone. That's oh, just okay. changed the game now. Well, um, I suppose running around with a long cable plugged into your car might have been a bit difficult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very difficult. Yeah. So, uh, and plus tripping over it and what have you. Yeah. So. No, but yeah, that, that's changed things, and not not only that, I just love doing it. Yeah. You well, know, that's. Gotta, I mean, this podcast of yours, it's called Harnessing Happiness, and that's what you got to do in life. Just do what you enjoy. I mean, yeah, you, you, you know, years ago when I was down on me luck and stuck in a bloody rut and all that, I wouldn't have dreamt of doing something like mm-hmm. that. But you, you've got to, you can't live your life saying no. You've got to start saying yes. Not like Jim Carrey on that film, Yes Man. Because you'll end up with one of them Prussian wives or something like that. But you've got to be sensible. You have to be mindful with your yeses. You have, yeah. But you've got to start embracing. Like, exactly. you know, it's like our mutual friend, Rob Beers. I don't want to give him too much airtime because this is my podcast. <laughs> not his. You know, but, um, you know, he said to me, invited me out on a on a social trail run. And I was thinking, you know, the first one I did, I thought, I can't, I can't do 10 miles. And he says to me, he says, well, if you're not BSing me and you, you tell me you can do just under seven miles, he says, you'll easily do 10. I thought, easily? What planet is this bloke on? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So mm. I went out, did this run not far from where I live, actually, around Charmwood Forest, up around um, the outskirts of Colville there, between there and Shepshed. And I couldn't believe it. And I thought, this is really good. This is being mm. out with people. You know, you yes, feel like yeah. it motivates you more. I mean, I do now and again run 10 miles on my own. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard on your own. Sometimes yes. it's not. Sometimes I think, yeah, whoopee do. I'm really in the mood for that today. But it really did something for me going out and doing that. And yeah, it makes you happy. It does. Absolutely. You, know? you have to follow your passions. You have to align with what floats your boat. And if you don't, that's when you start to feel down and you find yourself doing And it's, this is true for work. It's for life. What does fire you up? What does make your heart sing? Embracing yeah. it, stepping out into it. Don't worry about what other people and, think. And that's the key because, because we kind of live with this herd mentality of not mm-hmm. wanting to step outside of the herd. There's not enough individualism in the mm-hmm. world. And I think if there was more individualism and people actually doing what they want to do... Mm-hmm. And, you know, sod them over there. Let them look at Instagram all day. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you just did what you wanted to do, whether it's going and bloody 
gallivanting about down a culvert, so be it. Because the, you can guarantee there'll be somebody else that loves a culvert. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it is, though. It is about stepping out. It's about doing your stuff. And, and it, But, you know, people will look at other people and want to sort of emulate them. But they want to emulate them because they're recognising that they're doing something that they're passionate about. You can't be that person. You have to be yourself. But you can be inspired by other people. And you go, yeah, do you know what? I love doing this. I love running down the street with ribbons tied in my hair, doing hopscotch or whatever it is. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. It's just what makes you happy. And it's about embracing that. And once you start to do that, as you have done, you know, it changes your life and things sort of start to fall into place because you're out there, you're recording your videos, you've ended up meeting Rob, you're doing trail running, now you're doing podcasts and yeah, you yeah. Know, all sorts of stuff. This is it, where it's at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> You know what? It, 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 it spreads out. I mean, I've done loads of stuff over the... I mean, I've been doing loads of stuff for a long time, but even just as recent as last year, you know, my network is now global and the people I've had on my podcast live all over the world. That's because I know, but it's because you've... You, as you said, you say yes, you embrace stuff, you try it, you put yourself up, you invest in yourself, and that's the important thing. Yeah, and you've, you know, and we've all got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, long story short, like you just said, you know, we can all be inspired. And you know, I was watching this chap from Manchester. His name's Martin Zero. He's got a really big channel now. He's got the best part of a hundred thousand subscribers. He's wow. doing really well for mm-hmm. you know, with it. Things that do really well on YouTube are things like I mean, video games, and you know, where you've got millions of people. But doing this kind of thing, he's doing extremely well at it. And you know, I was in the bath one night watching this video as I regularly do <laughs> and I thought you know I'd, I'd lost some weight at the time and I thought I like what he's doing mm-hmm. I don't want to be him but I want to be myself yes. I'm going to have yep. a go at it mm-hmm. and I did it and you know the rest is history it's, and it's absolutely brilliant as you say it it's, it's led you to the running and the story about you st- starting the running is is amazing because you you know as you re- referenced before you you had put on the weight you struggled with that and you there's a story behind all of that as well isn't there well that's it and with the actual youtube channel i mean it's brought some fantastic people into my life mm-hmm. as well as you say you know rob beers yeah yeah, we're, we're, we're mentioning him again. again. <laughs> I know. Yeah, his ears will be burning. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a beers box, not a swear box. <laughs> Start putting in a, an imaginary quid in there, I think. But um, you know, I met him. You know, my mate Dave, aka Delighted Dave, Indy Andy Jones. And, oh, we like that one, Indy Andy Jones. Yeah, he's always oh, a great bloke, Andy. Is um, <laughs> my other mate Rob, who's I've got to get. I actually went out for a run with them both, and the you know. Both the Robs have both got long ponytails. Oh, have they? Right. You know, Rob, you know, our friend Rob's ponytail, I mean, it's it's like being behind a horse or something. But because <laughs> of that, that strong, that strong dupe or whatever it is he wears, or that brute, it like fans it towards you, know, doesn't it? You know, gives you an headache. And I'm only joking, Robert. You smell lovely, mate. I'm only joking. <laughs> but yeah, he'll want royalties, won't he, at this He will, rate. But, he will. But yeah, you know, it's brought some great people into my life doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're sitting on your ass at home all the while, you're not, you're not living. No, exactly. You're not exactly. living. I, I wasn't. I took my life for granted for so long and mm-hmm. just wasn't doing it. I was just bloody going work every day, drinking too much, eating too much rubbish. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I still like a beer and I like a bit of rubbish still. But it's in moderation. <laughs> and, that's, exactly. and that's the other thing. If there's anybody listening to this that's overweight, unfit, I mean, listen, I mean, I've been there. It's, yeah, please it's, do inspire them, Steve. It's, 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 do, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it doesn't matter what bloody exercise books you're reading or blah, blah, blah. There's only one sentence mm-hmm. that you need to put in a book and that is eat less, move more. Yes. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I might go a bit OTT mm. throughout the week with what I eat, but I'm still putting in the exercise. And I think I said to you when we actually did the last podcast, the one that we recorded before that didn't work, I said to you that I don't weigh myself. And I don't as a general mm-hmm. rule because I don't want to... 
No. Know, it's it's how you feel in your heart and in your head. Absolutely. You know, I feel good at the minute, but when I stayed around my dad's on Saturday night last, and I've got this uh, digital weighing scales in the bathroom, and I just went on it. Now, and, you know, I'd had, I'd had a few beers, and I'm not going to lie, my dad cooked some late-night sausages and a pie. Oh. But I think I was 16 stone 12, and I'd not weighed that much for bloody, probably wow. since I was a teenager. That's amazing. But I've done this gradually, very slowly. Mm. I could, do you know what, Sarah? I could have lost the weight in a year yeah. from 23 and a half stone at my heaviest. But I think sometimes if I were doing stupid things throughout my life, I'd lose a stone or two and put it all back on. Yeah. Because I was completely changing my diet. I was stopping eating things that I enjoyed eating. Yeah. And when you get, when you lose so much weight, it's kind of, well, I feel good at the minute. I think I will treat myself and have that pizza I've not had for weeks and weeks. Yes. And then it, it has a domino effect. I think mm-hmm. if you just do it, when you like, within reason, it helps. But that's me from personal experience. It's not for everybody. Well, you know, it's, you know we, we all do things differently. We experience life differently. We have internal drivers that are different. We learn differently and we experience we the world differently based on the previous experiences that we've already had. And as you say, some techniques work for some people and others that don't. But the diet industry is huge because actually it doesn't work. And it is about, like you said, eating less, moving more, but actually changing the way you eat gradually not in one big rush because actually yeah. when you do that quite rightly you think oh well I've lost that weight I can treat myself then you fall back into those patterns of behavior because they are patterns of behavior and patterns of behavior are far easier in life yeah to fall into but it's about creating new neural linguistic programming and patterns exactly. and you have to do that consistently over you know, a period of at least 30 days, if not sort of three months, you know, just to really embed it and that yeah. to become your norm. And, and and that's the key as well. And, you know, I've said this a lot of times to people, you know, because people will say, I mean, for me, I'm in this body 24 seven. Well, at least I think I am anyway. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm asleep, but where I go then, but. Uh... You're, you're investigating uh, architecture culverts and, and water flowing all over the world, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have nightmares. I have culvert mares. <laughs> But, but, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in life, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't matter if it's making a cup of tea or going for a walk down the road with a dog or whatever it is. Everything starts in the mind. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, here's a good bit of advice for anyone. If I'm ever going to give anyone any advice, it's this. I mean, I'm a prophet or out like that, but it's common sense. And for me, if you convince yourself you're fat, even when you're losing weight, Mm-hmm. mentally you're still a fatter mm-hmm. and you will be fat again and I used to be like that yeah. and I can remember conversations with people still to this day when I can remember a few years back I went down to about 17 and a half stone I think it was when Leicester won the Premier League so that's 2016 gosh is that long ago now? I know yes yeah, seven wow. years now no mm-hmm. six seven yeah six years just gone uh, unbelievable mm-hmm. I can always remember having a conversation with someone. It's always stuck in my mind and we're on about something. And I said, well, I know I've, I'll always be a fatter. That's the worst thing you can do. Absolutely. In there. Mm-hmm. So I start saying that I'm Sylvester Stallone from 1983 now, join the Rocky films. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really. Don't want, don't want to be like him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what, what's, what's her name? What is it? He shouts out. There's, there's, there's Mick as well, isn't there? Uh, he's, he's trainer. Oh, I can't well, remember. I was Adrian. just trying to... Adrian. 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 Mick, <laughs> you got to work, Rocky. you got to work. It's <laughs> about the best impression I do, to be honest with you. Your other half's laughing, laughing his bits and bobs off in that office, I'm telling you. you got to work. Yeah. But yeah, well, you have got to work. And it, it, yeah. the, the thing is, Sarah, you know, when you are at a certain weight, mm-hmm. you know, if you're unfortunate enough to weigh as much as... I mean, I know there's people that weigh 
30, 40, 50, 60 bloody stone. It's a, it's a nasty place to be at, but mm-hmm. it can feel like an unbelievably mammoth mm-hmm. task. But the good news is, if you just keep doing it, you ain't got to go, you know, all out with it. Just be comfortable. Just do a bit of exercise here and there. Walk around the block. Mm-hmm. Alter your diet a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Probably eat a burger, but don't go mad with it. Yeah. The little changes, they didn't half help. Do you know what? It's the small changes that make the biggest difference. And if exactly. you do them gradually and you embed those small changes on a regular basis... Yeah. It will build up. It's like the proverbial stone gathering moss as it's going downhill. You know, it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. So you can, you know, whatever it is you're doing, you'll get stronger and it, it improves. Yeah. And it's your it's muscle memory as well. I mean, you're talking about mindset and the stories that you tell yourself. And actually, if you start to tell yourself a story, even if you don't believe it, to start with, you change the dialogue you have with yourself. You change the script. You change the programming of your brain. Yeah. And you start to... Every time you hear yourself going, oh, I'll always be a fatty, you go, actually, up until now I've always been it, but now I am, yeah. and from this day forth, and I am the size I am, and I love I love myself, and it's about loving yourself, being accepting of yourself, and as you do that and change those habits, you know, it all, it all unfolds in front of you. And, you know, like you say, and you're right, and I don't think like that anymore, mm-hmm. I just... I just get up every day. I do what I do. I don't run every day. I mean, I've got a bit of a, what's that condition called in your heel? Plantar, they call it. Oh, plantar fasciitis. That's it, plantar fasciitis. Not the Achilles, yeah. not an Achilles heel. Achilles. No, it's, I never I've, say Achilles. I played football the other night and it. I made, I went for a run the next morning mm-hmm. and I, I was really feeling it, so I've not been out today. So I don't race myself. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I go at my own pace. Sometimes I run really quick. Some mornings I'm out and I feel low on energy or, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason, it's, you know, it's, that's life, isn't it? But ultimately I, I enjoy it and it's become a habit. And this is the great thing for anybody. When you're stuck in that rut and you're overweight and you're eating too much, blah, 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 that's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. If you repetitively start introducing good things into you, mm-hmm. into your life, your know, good habits, they become a habit. It's like now. Yeah. If you'd have told me a few years back, I'd be doing all this running. No. It's not happening. What are you talking about? I ain't good. I, I don't like running. Only if there's a ball or something involved. <laughs> yeah, because you and used not only to that, play I was, football. Yeah, and I was too fat anyway, so I weren't interested in it. But I think I said this when we did the last recording. I got into running totally by accident as well because I was power walking. Yeah. And it absolutely hammered it down one night. And I'm not talking about little rain. I'm talking about proper Steve Picker three <laughs> years ago, fat rain. <laughs> it was massive fat rain. And it, honestly, the rain was that bad. I couldn't breathe. Oh I got to have my, God. my face in my jacket to breathe. It was just screaming. Just absolutely come in it. And yeah. I stood up against this gable end of this house, sheltering myself from it because it was windy and all. And I thought, God, I'm freezing absolutely mm. freezing I thought I've got to get home so I thought oh, I'll try and jog home because I'm desperate to get in the shower to be honest with you <laughs> you were having warm... a shower on your way back well yeah you? <laughs> cold bloody shower and all but I, I was desperate for a warm shower and get the old imperial lever out and, hey. <laughs> and I got home uh, and I started running started running a bit quicker and I thought, Jesus Christ, my moobs ain't knocking me out no more. Well, hey. It's, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going yeah. to say running's easier, mm-hmm. but bearing in mind, this is from someone who, even when I was fat, used to walk fast everywhere. Right. Yeah. So I was doing these four and a half mile power walks once, sometimes twice a day, mm-hmm. uh, over a year ago. And I ran home, and it was roughly two miles from where I started. And that includes a hill like that that goes up near my house called so Standard At Hill. this point, I'd like to point out that Steve's 
di- putting his arm at a diagonal to me, which obviously you can't see. Yeah, that, that's around about a one in 20, I'd right, say. One, okay. in, one in 21, something like that. Look <laughs> at me, isn't Bard Kingdom Brunel? Oh, well, not? yes. I know, yeah. <laughs> Go- Google that word. Yeah, yeah, Google that. But yeah, so um, I ran home and I can remember running in the house absolutely soaked to the bone. And I think Vanessa said, you you look happy or something like that. She said, I said, I can't believe it. I've just ran two miles. That's amazing, Steve. <laughs> amazing. So, but the, obviously walking fast everywhere, yeah. it had built a fitness up. And at that mm. point, I was actually just under 19 and a half stone. Mm-hmm. So wow. I started running every day. Yeah. And after two miles, I was absolutely cream crackered. But then I started building it up and building it up. And I thought, it's good this is. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I didn't do this years ago. Why didn't yeah. you know? I can't believe I didn't do. It. I've let me send down. Not doing it. But you're doing it. You're well, doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And there's there's no better time than now. You can't. I mean, I, listen. I've lived in the past before and thought, oh, I wish I'd have done that when I was 25. Unless you've got uh, a dot brown and a flux capacitor <laughs> in your car. <laughs> We're talking Back to the Future, yes. aren't we? Yes. Not by 21 gigawatts. Yes. <laughs> Unless you've got one of them. <laughs> We're not going back, so you can't. All we can do is move forward, absolutely, and carry on. We can't go back. No, exactly. You can't live in the future. You've got to live in the present, and at the present moment That's is all the time you is. can do anything. That's all there is. Yeah, absolutely. That's all can, we've the, got. the past can sort of form where you are today, but we don't need to drag that with you. It's like sort of suggesting that you carry around all your clothes that you've ever had forever and a day in a suitcase. You just wouldn't do it, would you? So no. you don't need to carry whatever it was you made a decision about yesterday. You can let go of that. You can exactly. move forward with you know a freshness and a fresh step you know at eight at five o'clock in the morning like when you get up and go running yeah yeah exactly mm. yeah not always that early but uh, it's normally between then and half five mm. well it's uh, to be fair i mean don't get me wrong i mean in the winters they were difficult Ooh, when yes. i started getting i mean even with the power walking before the running i was going out and doing that and it was oh, it was so cold sometimes mm. i'd been out in the snow when it's a few, you know, a couple of inches deep, and your feet are soaking. What motivated you? What what really drove you? What what was driving you to um, to do that when you did do that? Mainly getting a bit older. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not old yet, and I'm but I'm not 21 no more. And mm-hmm. in two and a half years, I'll be 40. And I didn't I, I didn't want to get to 40 mm-hmm. and be that. But you know, long story short, I think I told you this on the last podcast. I lost my mum in November last year mm-hmm. and um, my mum, she was a great woman. I loved her immensely and I miss her to bits now. But she never did her send any favours mm-hmm. when it came to her health. Now, she was an attractive woman, my mum was, when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And when she got to late 40s, 50s, she started not moving about so much. She'd start doing these bloody stupid diets and God knows what and... You know, a little while back, last year actually, I think I said to her, just start going for a walk. Yeah, well, it's easy for you to say I'm 62 now or whatever it was at the time, Mm -hmm. 61. And I said to Vanessa one day, I said, I don't want to be like that when I'm in my early 60s. I still, I want to feel like a a kid still. I mean, you're older, yeah, but you're still, you're still the same person. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't matter if you've got a few more wrinkles or whatever, you're still the same person. Well, I like to think you are anyway. Well, yeah, I can, I can testify (laughs) for that. I should be 57 this year, Steve, and uh, absolutely growing old disgrace. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's where it's at, growing old disgracefully. Yeah, exactly. You know, bring it on. But, you know, when she passed away, I said to Vanessa, I said, she never did it in her life. Well, I'm going to do it for her and Good. for myself. Yeah, and I'm yeah, going to, yeah. and that's when the trail running started. Mm. Ah. And that's when Rob pretty much got hold of me, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was right. Anyway, he'll know if he's listening. And he invited me out. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this trail running. Sod it. I was, I was daunted by it because I was expecting to turn up and there'd be a load of really fit people there, which there was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rob's a very fit bloke. 
I shouldn't keep saying this stuff, should we, really? Because he's going <laughs> to... I don't know if his head's going to get bigger or his ponytail's going to get bigger. <laughs> his ponytail will get longer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, bless him. I mean, I went out with him and, you know, me and him kept getting a rollicking off, um, off someone because we were always out at the front. And I thought, well, I quite like this. It's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, you know, go and get your trainers on, anyone listening, and go for a 10-mile run around the block. It ain't that easy. But do you know what I'm saying? Because... But it's great, isn't it? When you yeah. are actually... I mean, I can't... I, I've only really been doing trail running myself in the last 18 months and I'd been doing the tarmac slapping myself for years and years yeah. and years just literally doing the same loop around the village because I used to I've always liked <laughs> just leaving the house doing the exercise coming back having a shower job done but once I got introduced to trail running I mean it's just so different because you're getting out you're fresh air exercise you're going into the countryside you're going through woodland you see you're seeing parts of your locality that you've yeah. never seen before and it's a stop-start thing with trail running as well. That's what I like. In fact, I have to say my trail running is a little bit... Trail running, stop, take some photos, um, jump over a stile, gather my breath, <laughs> do a bit more running. So it's not like a flat-out run. It's it's going out, but covering more territory than you would do if you're just walking. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, though, Sarah. There's you know, Everybody's got their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You see, I was under this misapprehension when I was younger as well that... Running was a race. I don't know why. I think there's a bit of a false identity with running because like you've yeah. just said, you ain't got to go and sprint 25,000 miles. You can just go at your own pace, take a few pics of the landscape when you're out. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I still do a bit of tarmac slapping. Yeah, yeah. When it's absolutely filthy down the fields and you're slipping about everywhere and you've got about 25 stones worth of mud on each train. <laughs> When you're on your own, that is tough motivation. I do yes. do that actually sometimes. Yes. Yeah, I do yeah. do it. But sometimes, like, you know, the other morning we'd had a load of rain. Uh, Thursday morning, I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for a, a run on the tarmac. Yeah. So what Mr. Beers says. Yes. I'm going to go and tarmac slap. Well, exactly. There, like Gareth know. and I did yesterday. We tarmac slap because it was a time thing. Yeah. You know, we'd, we were supposed to be going out with Rob. He'd got other commitments and said, let's just go and do, let's just go and get a quick run out of the way, which we did. And we're off trail running tonight. So that we'll be part running tomorrow. And as you say, it's just about movement, really. It's yeah, exactly. not. And I think when you're kids, you, you run naturally, don't you? Yeah, as a child, you, do. you don't think. Um, I'm walking or I'm running you just run but as I don't know what happens when you sort of reach teen stroke adulthood when do you stop running what what is it that suddenly yeah. triggers that it's an sort interesting of that. question <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah I've never really thought of that yeah that's a, that's a good point I think when you get a bit older are you supposed to get sensible is that what it is and running is associated you, with playing you get complacent I mean I'll tell you right now I feel 17 15 again uh, hey yeah but i really do and this is the thing i don't know what it is in this system we live in but you know they're trying to take the fun out of everything aren't they you yeah. know and I, and I think we've got that sucked into i mean we all do it i do it you probably do it. We, we get sucked into social media sometimes and all that but that's where it's at out there nature oh 100% out there there's no lie nature don't tell no fibs you go out there and that's why like Mm. you said earlier that's why you enjoy getting your trainers on with Gareth or Rob or whoever you're going with and you're going out there running through the fields Mm. and the woods because that's where we belong it's nature Yeah, you know, and we're, we're part of nature. We're not. We are. We yes. are technology. But the more more we spend on time spent on it and trying to sort of replicate and have surgery <laughs> to look like somebody else, you become sort of a well, caricature. And well, there's the thing. They kind of want you in home, sitting on your bum all the while, because they want you 
on the blooming pharmaceuticals well, and yeah, stuck and on them all your life. Exactly. And eating rubbish food so you're always ill and eat, you know, and taking pharmaceuticals. We're going down a totally different path we there, are, aren't we? But, but yes, but you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah. you know, if we keep on being, if we, we, we tune into and feed into all the stuff that's fed to us that's all to do with fear factor making paralyzing you making you not want to move then you then have to have the tablets to keep you surviving then you're eating the junk because you're having it delivered and da, 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 da. <laughs> you just you, you aren't you aren't living and it's about no. living you know it's about embracing the perfection is in the imperfection yeah. it's progress over perfection every time it's about just do so because it's through the bumps in the road it's through the stuff that you do wrong it's where all the learning is it's yeah. it's about moving it's about you know even if it is your case of just you you walking out on the side and round the house you know just to break it up but you know the fears in your head yes there are yes of course there are dangers in the world but there's more far more good in the world than there is bad but we're yeah. led to believe there's so much more bad than there is good well <laughs> you know and we have to just you know see and be and be happy and be grateful for what we've got as well because the more your, your gratitude you show more appreciation you show for what you have the more of it you will get but if you spend time in a negative frame of mind you will just attract more of the same exactly and like you say yes there are plenty of dangers out there in the world but there's also plenty of dangers sitting in your living room mm. all the while eating junk food and yeah. watching bloody crap television yeah exactly you know because no, you're going to get more. fat and be unhappy and that, and that was the other thing you know when you said earlier what inspired you well, I'm, you know, I'm quite a deep thinking person mm. I am very deep thinker and um, about various different things and you know one thing that really bothered me as morbid as it sounds i didn't want to get really you know be fortunate enough to live old being a fatty mm. but then be on my deathbed and look back and think yes i've lived till i was 85 but i didn't enjoy it yeah I didn't do you know but at least i can say now if i get there if i'm lucky enough to get there mm. i started sorting it out and we're getting i'm not completely where i want to be at yet but i'm I'm on my way there yeah no you do i you mean know, you're doing bloody hell you're like doing I always great. say yeah. i'm not there yet but I'm closer than I was yesterday. Absolutely. And it is no. about the journey. It's not about the destination at all. It's no. about the experiences you have along the way. I mean, God, there's loads of things I would love to have and be doing. But actually, you know, I, I really recognise and embrace all the stuff and the opportunities that I'm having in the here and now. And every so often I'll have a kind of a, oh my God, right, okay, what do I need to do now? But I stay with that positive mindset. I stay with that positive focus. I don't dwell upon anything. I don't yeah. sort of procrastinate. I no. just crack on because you can become paralysed if you start to um, examine stuff and really puzzle over it before you make a decision. I just sort of get on and do things myself. <laughs> and it, sometimes it might be a case of actually, you know, we're saying about saying yes and no to things. Sometimes it is important to actually say, do you know what? No, this isn't for me for today. But yeah. invariably, I'm embracing things, and I have to stop the uh, the shiny uh, shiny object syndrome because <laughs> I quite easily get excited. And, and you know, it's like this conversation now. You know, it's like it's been great. We've been chatting away, and yeah, suddenly yeah. I'm looking at the recording material, and it's like, oh my word, we're at forty minutes already. Really? How did that time? <laughs> Well, that's gone quick, yeah. It's Hasn't really gone it? quick. That's what happens when you start chin wagging with me. I tell you, <laughs> yeah. talk the back legs off a donkey. And why do we say that? I don't. Who's know. ever taught the back legs off a donkey? Do, do you do you ever uh, Google when you get these phrases? Sometimes come into your head. Do you sometimes. ever jump on and Google and go, "Where's that come from?" I I googled <laughs> tender hooks. I'm thinking, where does tender hooks come from? I know, yeah, I, I did look that up. Well, I didn't know. I thought it was tender hooks. Yeah, it's not, a lot of people it's, do. It's, tenter yeah, hooks it is. and they're the hooks that fabric <clears throat> was dried out on there's like four corners aren't there so and it yeah. pulls it straight and I think fish it. as well you know for drying fish I think yeah. they were on tenter hooks as well oh really I think they were yeah I've got 
From, I don't know. From Corbett's to drying fish. Drying fish. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I mean, that's. I was going to ask you what makes you a happy person. Well, you know, it is. It's finding the humour in things for me. That's. It that's, is. Yeah. The, pro- the problem is, Sarah. People, including myself, back you know, not all that long ago, people are frit to death. There's another one for you, frit. Frit. Frightened. <laughs> people. Frightened. People are frit to death of just living and just doing things, and we're all scared to death of failure. I've been there. I don't. I ain't too bothered anymore to be honest with you but we're frightened to death for it to death of failure and you know it's like with me I've, I've had that many failed attempts at trying to lose weight but it wasn't really failure because it's brought me to where now absolutely it's yeah. brought me to where you know not getting off your arse and mm-hmm. doing it, it's the failure if you're going to get up and do it all right you might want to lose two stone and put put it back on again but it's about never giving in exactly and i never really gave me i've never been one to bloody give myself a pat on the back I'm not I ain't about that I ain't been brought up like that it is good to celebrate your successes but but I do hear what you're saying I'm a little bit like that myself I'm rather hard on myself but you know I I find it I don't find it hard to believe because I've had to put the hard work in and listen any I don't care who it is absolutely anybody can do what I've done Mm -hmm. and I ain't like I say I'm not there yet but I'm closer than I was yesterday and it's just just say yes to life yeah Absolutely. Not to anything. Like I say, like we said earlier, you might end up, you know, when you're getting those silly emails about <laughs> Russian wives and things, you don't want one of them, do you? And what have you. But, um, Mind you, some of them are, are quite tall and willowy, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I'm quite tall. Well, there you go I'm then. Blonde. I don't think Vanessa would be very impressed. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's say, you know, embrace life and say yes to it. Because we don't know, we don't know if there's an afterlife. All we know is the now. Yeah. Absolutely. Isn't it? That's, Absolutely. That's all we know. Although I do believe personally that we're spirit having a human experience and what we learn in this lifetime and um, we help helps us progress forward and I think the more we can learn now we won't have to come back and learn it again so that's one of my motivators is I'm going to learn it this time because I ain't going to learn it again I don't want to yeah. come back and do it again. Yeah, but that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's the beauty of life. We don't know. No. We don't know what happens after or anything. That's does anything happen? I don't. I'm very open minded. That's a whole new. That's, we're, a, we're, that's, well, that's that another needs podcast. another forty minutes. That, that needs about <laughs> another least. forty weeks. I think <laughs> that one does. Do you know what I mean? But, but yeah. it is. It's, as you said, though, it's about it's about embracing life, being in the now, enjoying it, and and looking for all the good stuff. Not because what you focus in on is what you get back. So one hundred percent, exactly one hundred percent. It's like if you're going to be bad all your life, you'll get bad. If you start doing more good, you'll get good. i tell you what I didn't do whilst we were doing this. I didn't really plug my channel that much, did Come I? Come on, really? then. Plug it, plug it, plug yeah, it. How do it. people find you, Steve? How right, do people so, find uh, you? Well, I'm not going to give them my address, Sarah, but I will give you my YouTube <laughs> channel. So, yeah. Do you mean you don't want any stalkers? No. Uh, no, no, we don't want none of those. No, no. Friend. No. Yeah. <laughs> Friend, yeah. Friend. <laughs> yeah, all right. Don't you start as well. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, so you can find me at Less Explore, and that is L-E-I-C-E, Explore, all one word. Less explorers in Leicestershire, so yes, L E I C E explore. I'd say it again because I, I just thought. Is it two E's together? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you, we had this quite, we had this discussion. Yeah, we it? used to have a, an S after the the last E before explore, but it said something else, so I had to get rid of it. I had yeah. to drop it. If you know, what I'm, I'll let <laughs> yeah. the audience work that out. I'm not going to go into it on air. I'm not. But yeah, if you if you fancy coming out for a gallivant with me on YouTube, then that's where you'll find me sticking my nose in somewhere Brilliant. where it shouldn't be sometimes. <laughs> Do get permission now and again, but you know. Yes, but you go out exploring, and yeah, is it predominantly ex- is it predominantly in Leicestershire then, or all you- over the shop? All over. Oh wow! You know, I mean, with what I do, I'm mean, you're only limited to so much that you can see, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. I'll have to see what's in Keyworth, won't I? I'll have to get on the old map. Yeah, well, Ro- our friend Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been saying to him, you'll have to come out 
on a video with me. Yes, he will. He'll have to go and do some covert stuff with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, <laughs> we are recording this on a Friday afternoon, so whatever time it is that you are listening to there, I'm beginning <laughs> to trip up on my words. It's been a long week. Um, but thank you so much, Steve, for coming over, because as I said, and I have already, we've already highlighted, we did record this once before, but um, the tech on my side failed. So Steve has very kindly come over to my house, and we've done this in person. So thank you so much for taking the time to come Absolute over. Absolute pleasure. And record this episode in person. Obviously, people know how to get hold of you now on Let's Explore on YouTube. So do follow Steve. Please do subscribe to his YouTube channel. Let's get his figures up from 1,000 to 2,000 over the next few weeks. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, which would be great. Um, and thank you for listening um, to this, this episode. So this has been Sarah J. Naylor at Harnessing Happiness. And if you've enjoyed um, this podcast, this episode, please do subscribe and follow and, and comment as well. We'd love to hear your comments. Um, and it's fabulous that, you know, you're listening all over the world. And if you have any fancy culverts, um, please do get in touch and let Steve know yes. where he needs to come and film a YouTube. <laughs> send me your culverts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and send, you, send him your culvert pictures and he'll be there. So again, thank you very much. I'm delighted that you've listened and you've enjoyed this episode. And until next time, take care. I have a great day, week, month, year to whenever it is you listen again. Take care. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Harnessing Happiness podcast with Sarah J. Naylor. If you took value from the content, please follow the show on your podcast app. And to find out more about Sarah's ape mindset, visit sarahjnaylor.com. That's sarahjnaylor.com.